Welcome to 501c3 BS, Deprogramming for Organizational Growth, sponsored by the Gianneschi Center for Nonprofit Research at the California State University Fullerton College of Business and Economics. This season, we are busting myths 10 minutes at a time with a short 10-minute podcast. This is part one of three. Leadership is the subject of many books, and I've been through five leadership courses myself, an MBA program, and read dozens of books on the subject. I teach leadership at the college level at California Polytechnic Institute, Pomona, and California State University, Fullerton. In all of my studies, I find that leadership is like religion. Each method has a different approach from a different cultural perspective, but all come to some universal truths. Number one. It's essential to know the difference between management, supervision, and leadership. Management is simply about taking care of things, your programs, your facilities, your money. Supervision is about taking care of people, your staff, your volunteers, your funders, your board, your partners. But leadership is about inspiring people to work together for a shared vision. One can be a great manager or supervisor and not be a leader. One can be a great leader and not manage or supervise well. However, if one is a great leader, they have inspired others to manage and supervise well on their behalf because everyone wants the team to succeed. Number two, not everyone wants to lead or should lead. In my classes, we play a leadership game I call the four animals. It's a game I learned in several leadership programs and different versions. I also play this with my employees when I start a new leadership position. The game consists of four animals, a lion, a hawk, a beaver, and a turtle. I draw a picture of each and post them on the four sides of the room. I tell the participants to find the animal with whom they feel the most kinship in terms of qualities that reflect their leadership style and their personality. In every class, there is a diversity of animals. I tell them to talk for about 10 minutes about what qualities they feel the animal has with which they relate. Then the group picks a spokesperson for the group to tell us all in the class what they learned about themselves and their spirit animal. It breaks down pretty much like this. Lions and beavers like to work in groups and are very social. Turtles and hawks prefer to work alone or with a single companion. Beavers and turtles like to work in the details, while lions and hawks like to be up high and see the big picture. Hawks don't like the details. They look for that big vision. However, if they see something out of place, they can swoop down and take care of it. These are often your A-type people who enjoy leadership roles. They don't mind being alone. They like to be up high looking at the vast vision. They glide on the political winds of change. They are often natural-born leaders. Lions are often great natural leaders as well. They like the big picture. Anyone who's ever owned a cat knows that they go to the highest perch in the house. They can be very nurturing to their pride, pride in terms of a team, not ego, but they can be brutal to outsiders. They are protective. They can buck trends. Cats don't do what you tell them like a dog. They do their own thing. Beavers. Beavers don't usually try to lead, but often lead from behind. When pressed into leadership, they can be outstanding leaders, but are generally uncomfortable in the role. They are very social and like to work on nitty gritty details in groups with other beavers. They get nerdy about the details. They hate the big picture, but can often motivate a group to be more beaver-like. They can build marvels of the universe. Turtles are usually your introverts. 
They don't love being around others. They work quietly alone, slowly and methodically, and duck into their shells for protection. They don't usually try for leadership positions because that would mean talking to many people, but they are often secretly wishing they were more open and extroverted. Turtles are the most misunderstood. In staff meetings, they can often go an entire session without speaking. People overlook them. They are often thought of as unimportant if considered at all. But turtles analyze everything, process it, and think deeply about it. When they do talk in a meeting, you'd better listen, because what they say may be the most important thing said all year. What they say will be well-reasoned. The details that I just laid out for you of each animal is not something I would just tell them. The participants will generally tell me these traits. My point with this exercise is to show my leadership class that everyone has their superpowers. Everyone is important. Turtles need to be respected as turtles. They may one day evolve into a hawk and lead a team. I myself went from turtle to hawk. But they are just as crucial when they are a turtle. If leaders know everyone's superpower and work with people on their teams, they will have stronger teams. It is perfectly acceptable for turtles to be turtles and beavers to be beavers. We need them as valued members of any team. Turtles and beavers also lead in their beaver and turtle ways. Most importantly, people evolve as teams evolve. Number three, inspiration is about vision. The reason lions and hawks usually end up leading is that they strive to see the big picture. We need teams in which most people are deep in the details to be productive. But we need leaders to be above the fray, seeing what is coming down the road and how we are approaching it. Someone has to drive who can see the road ahead. Someone who can articulate that vision to the beavers and turtles and sell a singular vision to the lions and hawks will create a strong team. But what is vision anyway? Is it some extraordinary apparition for gurus or saints? No. Vision is nothing more than sight. Vision is looking in the right direction from the right vantage point to see what is coming and where you are going. To have vision then, one must have a great vantage point and know which direction to look. That requires knowledge and experience. Knowledge gives you a loftier view and experience tells you which direction to turn. A great leader stays informed of internal data, evaluations, and research. From internal processes, leaders continuously evaluate their internal organization, people, and programs. They know what is working and what is not working. They know exactly where they are and where they need to go. But the leader is also well-read on upcoming trends, model programs, and new ideas. As leaders network, they get ideas from other leaders. They have a peer group of other leaders with whom to compare notes. They are futurists. They look like an oracle because they know things others do not. Experience is about experimentation, pilot programs for something greater. A great leader tries things in small, safe ways and records the result. When they get the desired effect, they scale that effect up. When things fail, they learn from it and move on. Successful experimentation, we call innovation. Learning from failure, we call grit. People always think innovation is about creativity. It's not. Innovation is simply the scientific method, trial and error at work. 
experimenting small enough in that is barely noticed, and only scaling large when one succeeds with proof of concept. Scaling up success is done with supervision and management. When one fails in an experiment, the snafu is small enough not to draw attention. In her TED talk, Angela Lee Duckworth says that grit is the number one predictor of a student's success. It is essential to fail small and learn from it. Pilots teach us it's important to take calculated risks and success can't come until you find out what didn't work. I love grit. I look for it in those I hire. Someone who is gritty has a mindset to fail up. Each time the horse bucks them, they get right back on and they handle the situation. Eventually, they will be able to ride any horse because they have mastered the experience. When one climbs the mountain of knowledge to achieve a vista, we can see what is coming and where we have been. When one has experience of what works and what doesn't, we can find our direction. We are ready to drive. Thank you to the Gene Eschy Center for Nonprofit Research, California State University Fullerton, and the College of Business and Economics for supporting our podcast. Our supporters include the Orange County Community Foundation, Southern California Gas Company, and you, our listeners. Thanks for the music provided to us by the California-based Brazilian Coro Ensemble, Grupo Falso Baiano. Have a great week, free from BS. (music) 